It's the KMP show plus E. Because that's what it is. The EMP. No, 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 it's no, 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 you're, you're not here still. So no, 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 TA. It's like this. All right. You will always be the TA no matter what. Uh, I can mute you. That's okay. You can mute me. Hey, Eddie, Eddie. You will always be the TA. Where were you on Friday? Friday. Hey, oh, wait, pause. You recording this, Katie? Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Eddie. Friday. Yes. Well, as as, you, as everybody well, if everybody can assume, we we tend to stay in constant communication, right? Pretty and, good communication, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to you know expect that. You know what I mean? Um, I just want to say that Friday was a very adventurous time because I was actually in like, like, uh, my, my first like real, like job meeting, I guess you could say. Okay. And it, it made me feel very professional. You know what I mean? All right. Professional out there. You were you? Did you put on a suit and tie? Actually, I did have to wear. I had to wear a dress shirt and a tie. Yeah. All right. Then this was a professional meeting. You convinced it, me. It, it was, bro. It, it was a professional meeting, and uh, it was kind of cool, man, because it was it was a meeting with the uh, NoCo Eagles, which which you now I've been doing their their PA announcing for the last like almost three seasons so two years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was also um a sit down with the University of Northern Colorado Bears hockey team as well oh okay so I've uh I was officially hired to be the PA announcer of the UNC Bears hockey games now so I'll be rocking the I'll be rocking the ice house a lot more. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. man. Hit, hit the button. Hit the hey, appreciate hit the that. Appreciate button. that. Hit the applause button on the hockey skate. Good job. Good job. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the mouse froze. It's not my fault. Yeah, the mouse. The mouse froze. That's why you weren't <laughs> even looking at the screen. That's <laughs> true. But that's not also the only news I have. Okay. Doubling up on the good news. I, I am. And this this actually just happened uh yesterday. Um so I have a, a another job interview down in the Denver Tech Center area. And uh <clears throat> if everything goes right, I will be an official employee, hopefully, with uh KBPI. Now, for those who don't know, what is KBPI? So KBPI is a local rock station, and uh, they they they've they've had some really really famous guys, video or uh, uh, voices come through like Mark Stout from Altitude. 
he used to host the uh the morning show with the uh, with willie b back, right. back uh i don't want to say like a few years ago because like a few years like two years ago but it it is probably like good what like 10 10 years ago is when they were rocking the mics together and uh i don't know if you guys remember like uncle nasty he used to host the uh the afternoon shows but uh yeah man it's it's kind of a kind of a cool thing so i'm i'm hoping everything goes smooth and they appreciate my voice and appreciate my accolades that i bring to the table so yeah what what are those accolades eddie listen I don't, you know, well obviously like about yourself obviously man there's there's the the voting on aims of you know the best dressed which i didn't get that 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 went to you but I did receive, you know, the most <laughs> most handsome guy on campus, you know, three years running. And uh, I feel like, oh, what are the other two? I, I feel like they're like awards of some type. Like international? In, international yes. competition awards. Uh-huh. Uh, Phil was involved in this too, wasn't he? He what? Phil, do you remember what they were called? Yeah, those, uh, those, uh, those broadcast education association. Oh, oh, BAs. Oh, That's what it was. Broadcast. We won once, right? No, more than that. Oh, oh my. Don't, don't sell us short. Man, I'm starting to feel a little lightheaded. I believe it was twice. What? And, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe the EMP sports show is the only sports show in AIM student history to win twice. Nobody knows sports. Correct. You know sports. Nobody knows how to and, talk sports. You know how to talk sports. Oh no, they don't. Nobody, and if yeah. I remember looking up at the uh, the wall of awards, I believe this might be the only two time winning show. Only one. Twice. Well, yeah, two time winning show. Yes. Two yes. Two times. Two times. Thank. And <sighs> I I don't want to toot my own our our own horn. But I'm pretty sure that the others that have won awards through the radio have done that individually. Mm-hmm. They haven't submitted yeah. as actual shows. More like us. They didn't do it as a team. False. And who? Who are you talking about? Joe's was a show. Joe's with, was a show? With another person. Oh, okay. 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 Okay, so we are the only student show. <laughs> this uh, this is before Joe was hired here, though. He was still a student. She's guessing. But... No, it's up there. It's on the thing. Okay, well, we are the only, <laughs> how do you say, non-senior citizen <laughs> award-winning show. Here. All Here. right, I'll take that one. And, and, and let's be honest. You're representing the young guns and they primes. Joe went on to, you know, leave the radio program there basically for a while. So um, it's true. It's not like he's some chump that went on to do nothing. No, no, we showed him the way. (laughs) That's true. That is true. But you know what? We we can sit here and dabble in all of our accomplishments here at Ames. Or we can deep dive. But I think we should take a small break, come back. And we could talk about the recent event that happened on Sunday that 
change my mind on an individual to be placed as one of the greats, if not the great. Did it change your mind? The Super Bowl that just went down on Sunday. Yes. Um, it ended up not being a great game, so I didn't feel as bad working for it. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I've heard so many people compare Sunday's game to the game of the past of Denver versus Seattle. That's probably the last time there was such like a thrashing in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, there were some similarities out there. Now you know you have a all-time great quarterback. I, I I'm going to go ahead and call Patrick Mahomes an all-time great quarterback. I know he's still young, but uh, just look awful. Bro, I don't know what was going on with that. So you guys thought he looked awful, huh? I bad. Thought he, I thought he looked okay. I thought, really? he looked, I thought he looked decently okay out there. Every time he hiked the ball, he was on the run. How many times? Like, he dropped his, off. His O-line wasn't there, man. His O-line passes. was not there. For a dude Did you who see was him on sitting run. on the sideline? He looked, like, sick, though. He when, when I say he looked awful, I guess I should clarify. I don't necessarily mean, like, I'm not specifically talking about his game. I'm talking about whenever I was able to watch and look. Because there's no sound or anything when I'm when I was able to watch. Just reading his body language, his face, he he looked completely out of his element. He looked like he had no idea what he was doing out there, and he just yeah. looked lost. Damn, yeah, because I, I don't know, man. When I when I was watching the plays, he was hiking, he was jogging in and out of the. He was trying really hard, but I mean, dude, he he dropped one off where he was. I mean, I'm I'm sure you've seen the tape, the one where he's like getting tackled. And he delivers it right to to uh, Daryl Williams's face mask, mm-hmm. end zone, and he drops it. Like I've seen that. He dropped one into Tyler Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey. To me, he had some incredible passes out there, and they kind and those guys were just letting him down. But I mean, I think we kind of slept on the fact that they kept on telling us about uh, they didn't have any offensive linemen to start with. But you see, that was something that's kind of plagued them all season. I mean, they, they were short one extra offensive lineman heading into this game, but they their offensive line has been kind of a a ragtag group up there for most of the regular season. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they said they had zero starting offensive linemen this day. I think it was the, the left tackle was the last piece to fall going right. into the Super Bowl. I ain't gonna pretend like I know any of those guys' names besides Mitchell Schwartz. That's it. But <laughs> yeah. I mean when they had to go against Sue and you're going against uh Vita Vea and you're going against Shaq Barrett, like we just kind of JPP. JPP on the other side. Like I think we kind of just over I think we overestimated Mahomes a little bit and just the bottom line is when it's playing you're playing football it always comes down to the, the guys up front. It doesn't matter about the school position it's, if it's a complete mismatch up front, it doesn't really matter. It's always going to be those guys. Truth. And it's it's a game that played right into the Bucks' hands, in a sense, because that defense has the pass rushers. It has the guys to get after uh, Patrick Mahomes. So when the Bucks went up, got a lead, you started having to pass a lot, and then you put in, like you said, the less than a – adequate offensive line that's in front of Patrick Mahomes was not a recipe for success. N- not to mention um, what seemed like a, a, 
abundance of flags thrown against the Chiefs on the other side of the field that uh, definitely helped out Tom Terrific and secure his seventh bag. Well, hop in there, Kate. I know you want to hop in. No, I I just it it was not a fun game to watch. Why? Why? Because they were struggling so hard. Like it seemed like it seemed like Patrick was really the only one out there actually trying to play. Everybody else was just kind of dilly dallying around on that side. What'd you think about all those drop passes from Travis Kelsey? Well, um, (laughs) I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think I think that team really needs some work, and I think that they. There were a lot of things going on outside of that game that I think were probably on some people's minds. Like not getting your hair cut. Like not getting your hair cut. But also like the head head coach's um, son's accident and all that stuff. I will say the the streaker thing was was kind of funny. Wait, there was a streaker? (laughs) Yeah, you didn't see that? Yep, 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 yep. I, what part of I was at work trying <laughs> to watch the game do you not understand? Actually, you know what? Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about that. Because I found out some information on that that I would truly, truly think is, like, one of the greatest things to have planned. I agree. Well, there, there's a whole lot to get into about this Super Bowl. But you teased, actually you've teased a couple things that we haven't gotten into yet. But I want to dive into this streaker situation first, because this is something I was not even really aware of. You know what, dude? I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to throw the reins on this one to, to the intern. Because intern, she, she, if you look at her face, she's very like excited about this. It was hilarious. It was yeah, so h- funny. H- hilarious was the word you were using off air. Not, not well formed or anything like that. Oh no, hilarious. I mean it was really well well put together. They definitely planned it out really well. The guy Who put did? together Who did? Oh, the guy that the guy that streaked the field. Mm. But you said they. Well, so he asked his friend to jump in to like create Okay. In a disturbance. Stop right, stop right now. You are killing the vibe. I'm Feel s- Show her how it's done. Vibe dead, man. Vibe dead. Look at this. This way how it went down. It was two of them, right? And now they both put together this elaborate plan. Yo, let's put down this money in Vegas about the uh, the streaker. You know, we'll, we'll put down a whole lot of money to win a whole lot of money. And all we got to do is run around that field naked. And so the day came, and they realized they had a whole lot of money down. How much money was it? Almost five hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's how much they won. That's how, how much, much they won. They I don't down. remember how much they put down. Second, they put down five hundred. No, they didn't put down that much. They, they probably should have put down five hundred thousand, honestly. <laughs> but anyway, so they put down whatever they put down, and they won the five hundred thousand dollars because they turned out to be the streakers. <laughs> now, which you probably will never ever see that as a prop bet line again because of this <laughs> i mean you guys have always been told you know make sure that you make your money right yeah you don't want anybody else to make your money for you 
This is a hundred percent hands on making your own money. Oh yeah, hundred percent clothes off. The making the your money. They outsmarted the system. It was brilliant. exactly. He stuck it to the man. Actually, they stuck it to the man. I, I, I don't know who was it. DraftKings. Uh, what, what, what bookie was it? So I don't that's, know. that's a good question. So Answer he had his friend run down and run as a distraction. So he could get down and run across the field naked without Correct. getting tackled too quick. Yeah. Yes. Which is smart. He made it really far, too. I mean, he, right. he always, he always he did what the Chiefs couldn't do, and that was getting in <laughs> I know. I think the Chiefs could have used him. They should have just, like, thrown a jersey on him and let him play. And, <laughs> and not to mention, did you see the he, he did get stopped and tackled by a former – quarterback turned security guard. I was going to say, did you see the way that big, that big security guard destroyed him on the hit? Yes. Yeah. He said former quarterback, huh? He looked like you a linebacker. Quarter- quarterback, quarterbacks don't know how to tackle. Come on now. He had some pretty good form there. Football players. In turn, look that up too. Look who tackled him. Because I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I saw former quarterback, but at the same time, that could have been a misprint. You know what I mean? I mean, he was a big guy. He definitely could have been a former quarterback. You know, they put some weight on him when the sports done. Yeah, just linebacker now. It, it a lot of times it ends up being you know the opposite of whatever you're playing at. Uh, linemen end up getting super skinny after they retire and. Quarterbacks, receivers, they end up getting a little plump. Yeah, there's something to that. A little plump. Clint Stearns. What are you jabbering over there, Antoine? She's saying that it, might be his name. That deputy, deputy Clint Stearns is the guy that tackled him. Deputy. Oh, the deputy got in there. Okay. So was he a former quarterback? Was he a former linebacker? What? Uh, Plant City High School varsity okay. football team during his definitely. junior and senior year. Yeah, definitely played a little high school football. No and doubt. he played both quarterback and safety for the Raiders. Oh, well, there you go. Played in the NFL. For the Oakland Raiders? I don't know. That's just what it says. It says the Raiders. I don't think that's the it. Raiders. Okay, that's no, what I'm it says. I doubt it's the actual like NFL team. But that's what it says. It says the Raiders. Okay. Then, yeah, it, it's probably just a high school team. Yeah. Well, he popped his boy, and I'm sure you've been waiting to do that for a long time. <laughs> probably. Oh, Got a good clean hit in there. But, yeah, they won that money. You know, one of the things people should know about uh, streaking is if you get caught, I mean, you will get caught because you're just you're trapped down there, <laughs> which it's not like you can hop back up. And if you do hop back up, you know, people are going to snitch on you anyway. That's what people do. Um, <laughs> snitches get, or yeah, snitches get stitches. Yeah. Remember that. If you do get caught, there is always a chance that you will have to register as a sex offender for the rest of your life. So remember that it's part. True. That is true. Crime does not pay five hundred thousand dollars. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they made the money on it because I did it. All the incentives seems to be gone now, right? They don't let they don't put you on TV anymore. Even though this one's kind of got a little bit of TV time, but 
for the most part. As soon as they see it, they just take the camera off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you can find more video of this individual on TikTok. TikTok and Twitter. There's lots and, and lots of lots of pictures and videos. Yeah, a little Twitter action. You can't show nudity on TikTok. I I, I think you can on Twitter, but how are you supposed to show a streaker on TikTok? Man, you'd be surprised oh. at what people put on TikTok these days. <laughs> put it all. That's some great, some great, uh, uh, some great pages there on TikTok. There are. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the reels, honestly. I, I just see yeah, when they get put on Instagram. That's where I see them because I don't have TikTok. It's it's funny. It's funny. But there, there's some funny crap on TikTok. Streaker, streaker aside, now, okay. Back to the game. Back. You know what? Like to get into back to the discussion of an, an incident that was brought forward. Okay, and this this I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot of input from Phil on when we come back from this next break. But Hold up. it was a day or two after the game where an individual from the Chiefs made a comment about something that was supposedly said to him from Tom Brady. Hi, everybody. This is the EMP Sports Show. Thanks for joining us. Yeah! Back to the subject at hand, Mr. Mike Jones. What are your thoughts on the recent events where Mr. Tom Brady took his child, Patrick Mahomes, to work and showed him how the game was played. Take, 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 take your kid to work day? Take your kid to work day. Um, well, Tom Brady played a great game. Uh, he really, really utilized the best receiving core in the NFL. Um, he really utilized having two of two Pro Bowl tight ends, uh, and he really took advantage of his two uh, Pro Bowl caliber running backs. Uh, in addition, he was able to stay clean behind that great offensive line that Tampa Bay put together in front of him. Um, Mike, real quick, real quick. You didn't anticipate to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, correct? No, I actually thought Green Bay would beat him, to be honest with you. Gotcha. And who told you that Tampa Bay would beat Green Bay? Oh, some, some no-name that I think got dropped from the show. And then who told you that Tampa Bay would beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Like two weeks before it even happened, three weeks before it even happened. I believe that was you, Eddie. I believe okay. that was you. I just want to make, make sure because I personally, I think I'm a – fortune teller right now i can see the future you are on a bit of a hot streak with your uh predictions not gonna lie eddie you are um but i'm gonna say right now this does not change my opinion on tom brady i think he already thought he would go down as one of the if not the goat at quarterback because of his super bowl wins but i don't i don't think this win 
changes that at all. It doesn't make it a stronger case. Definitely doesn't make it a weaker case. It's just another story to him. I think it definitely makes it a stronger case just because he's got another ring, seven. I mean, the dude has won Super Bowls in three different decades. And this is the one that they, he won without Bill, Bill, Belichick. Exactly. And that that's the one that solidifies him. I think those are the two things that are that you can take away from this. But people talk because, about it like he went to the Jaguars and brought them to the Super Bowl, some team that had no talent. No, but I, it, it's still tough as hell to win the Super Bowl any year. You know how it is, man. That the best team, we just saw the Chiefs. The Chiefs were like the best team all year long. That's the best team. And they just got destroyed in the Super Bowl. You know how that is. It's hard to finish. So when you finish seven of them, it counts, man. It's something. That's something. Which actually brings up uh, another interesting conversation that I saw uh, brought up on Twitter the other day. So back in 2015, or I think it was technically 2016, when the Broncos beat the Panthers, Cam Newton came in. He was coming off an MVP season. He was on the high of highs, best quarterback in the league conversation. Went in, got the break speed off him by a dominant Broncos defense, looked bad in the game, and had did not play the same since then. Is there any argument that we could see the same sort of downfall for Patrick Mahomes after this embarrassment in the Super Bowl? No. 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 These aren't the same type of guys. I, I don't necessarily think so either. I just – I saw that come across my Twitter feed, and I was like, that's an interesting thought. Anybody having that conversation, you need to unfollow those people. <laughs> I, I definitely think Patrick Mahomes is mentally stronger than Cam Newton. I mean, he's just better. Well, yes. The mindset of Patrick Mahomes is definitely better than Cam Newton ever had because, and, and I'm saying this in a, a very open train of thought, but Patrick Mahomes, his mindset is better because he has a better coaching staff around him. Than what Cam Newton had. <sighs> to me, it was the Cam Newton show at Carolina. In Kansas City, it's the Kansas City show. There's not the Patrick Mahomes show. It's not the Kelsey show. It's but the that's the Kansas Patrick show. Mahomes show if I've ever seen one. I, I don't see it that way, man. I don't see it like that. I see it as everybody on the Kansas City Chiefs has been so in sync that it's easy for them to win. It's easy for them to to, to be considered the best team because everybody's so in sync. And, yeah, when you have a team like that, of course it's going to look like it's just a quarterback show. You know what I mean? I got to kind of side with Eddie on this one solely for the fact that the Chiefs already had a good offense with Alex Smith. And then Patrick Mahomes just took him to the next level and made him an elite offense. Without Cam Newton, there was no offense in Carolina. So that's why it's the Cam Newton. It was the Cam Newton show there. And it's not necessarily the Patrick Mahomes show in KC. And see, for those exact facts is why I feel the opposite. 
because <laughs> they were because they were a good okay team and then Pat Mahomes came and took them to new heights and they've lost 10 times in the last three years I think and you're sure Pat Mahomes show. I think you're so, cutting them short calling them just a okay team before Patrick Mahomes I, I gotta agree with Mike on that man. On the first one. definitely been better than just an okay team to me, like, what were they doing? They was only making the playoffs and then going out in the first round, maybe the second. They weren't making it to the conference, you know, the conference championships at all. That's still a, that's still a good team. That's not an okay team. That that's, that's nothing to just, just turn your cheek to. It was more of a defensive team at that point. Like you know, Alex Smith is throwing checkdowns. Like, come on, man. I don't know. It, Jamal Charles out there. Uh, Alex Smith gets this rap for being this check down Charlie, which he really is, he was, was not. Until came on the bench watching him, then he started throwing the ball downfield. Oh, oh so okay. much hate for Alex Smith out there. So <laughs> much hate. Look, man, some of these guys, for reasons we'll discuss in different times, man. Kate, all right, read us, get us out of here. Okay. Now hold up, hold up, hold up. In turn, don't you push no buttons. I gotta push I want to know right now. Simple yes or no. Phil, is Tom Brady one of the greatest top three quarterbacks in NFL history? Yes. Gotta yes. be. Mike. Mike no. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in turn, what do you say? Yes. It doesn't matter what you say in turn. Take us out. All right, guys. It's the MP Sports Show coming at you live. Mad props to the intern for running the board today. We got we got to give her a shout out and appreciation. Give yourself some applause. Hit the applause button. Hold on, I gotta get over there. It's kind of far away. I moved the I moved the microphone so the microphone is in the way of me touching this. And and real quick, you know, real quick, we're we're so we're so quick to acknowledge our accomplishments with the BEA as our show, but we always tend to forget that if it wasn't for the intern helping us out and a little bit from, from Joe helping us out as well, you know, we, we wouldn't have been as successful. So we'd like to give, you know, shout out to the intern and, and Mr. Joe Cox. so appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. Was that? Yeah, I have no that? idea what that was. <laughs> that was really weird. That was Kate's voice, but Kate's lips weren't moving. Kate messing around with the stuff over there. I didn't touch anything. Wait, Eddie, do I get an award too then? No, you get a high five from us. Oh, well, that's better. Yes, high five. <laughs> All right, guys. So we, we touched on the Super Bowl. Now it's time to move on to something a little bit more serious. Okay. Well, is it still Super Bowl related, though? Because I know you teased one more thing that you wanted to talk about with Phil. It is. Well, it is. Who's that? Who's that? Okay. There, there was an incident from a Kansas City Chiefs player that made accusations 
that during a conversation on the field with Mr. Tom Brady, that Mr. Brady used a racial slur that this said individual would not repeat because of how derogatory it was. Now, I want to get you guys' opinions. If, number one, if you think it really happened, and number two, do you think it is brought up as a result because of them losing to Tom Brady or because of the current situation that the United States is in? I don't know, man. That's, that's tough. I'm not sure why that would come up. Maybe he said something on the field to him. Maybe he did. I heard another story that said Tom Brady apologized. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it did happen. I heard another thing. Well, I guess I saw a little video that you could see Tom Brady's lips. It didn't look like he said too much. But you never really know. I'm not sure. It, it, it's interesting because, like, part of me wants to say, like, oh, I can totally believe Tom Brady would do something like this because he, he kind of has built this reputation for being a bit of a, a – a D-bag? Has he? I didn't hear that reputation. He, he's built... I, I don't know where you've been living, Phil, but he's yeah. definitely kind of built that reputation. No, I, mean, I, I haven't heard it. On the field, but I haven't heard he was a D-bag. I've heard he's a great guy. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about here? Are you talking Apparently, about Mike and I are living in a different world than you guys. Well, because, like, honestly, like, <laughs> I haven't heard that either. Bronco hater, that Bronco I love, you know, I hate the Patriots thing. Is that what that yeah, is? like I, no. I, I haven't no. heard that, like at all. Is I mean, because I is this about the mega hat he had? Yeah, I didn't hear anything negative until they they showed his mega hat in the locker room. Is that I what you were talking about? No, this this goes. Back this has been a, a long time. Yeah. Are you talking this, about Tom Brady? Wait, what he do? His what tattoo? His role in the movie Ted Two. Oh no! Are you guys talking about? No? Okay. If anything, that, that's a point in his favor. Okay, then where do you get this, this accusation of him being a D-bat? It, it, it's been around for years and years. But anyways, it's... So part of me is like, uh, I, could, I can believe Tom Brady would do something like that. But then another part of me is like, if this was something that, came, that would come out in like the heat of competition or whatever... He's been playing for over 20 years now. I feel like we would have heard something about this before now. Right. You would you would expect that. I mean, let's 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 take a stroll back in history, right? And look at some some other notable NFL players that have a history of doing stuff like that. Like, you know, former Denver Bronco number 53, Bill Romanowski. I didn't know you were gonna go there, but I was gonna be this person that came on too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big. But I don't think you need to have a certain past to say it or not. I mean, you just once you say it, you said it. It's not like a you gotta have a past of saying it, you know. Right, but you you kind of you kind of get the the gist of why would it happen one one game out of the hundreds that he's already played the 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 years. You know what I mean? So it kind of makes you think like, did it really happen? But no brought up the fact know. that. It's been reported that Tom Brady apologized in a text message. Yeah, like a lengthy text message. I guess he said an apology. I was, I was like, damn, why would he do such a thing? 
Right. Now, so does, like, does that, that make you think more that he did it? Or is it kind of like uh, one of those scenarios like, hey, I, I don't, I, I'm sorry that you thought you heard this from me and I want to apologize for this misunderstanding. Or is it like a, hey, I got caught up, I slipped, I'm sorry, bud. Man, I don't think we can know unless we see the unless we see the work that, that he put into that apology. I don't think we can know. We just kind of, yeah. And it was Tyron Matthew, right? Right. Yes. What has he said on the matter since the apology? Anything? I think he's just he just said that he apologized. Yeah, I haven't heard that. That's the last I heard of it. Yeah. He's comment on it was that just Tom Brady sent text message, he apologized, but there was nothing as far as hey, this is what he said in it, or this is what he actually said on the field, nothing like that. So it's it's one of those things now where it's kind of like open ended. Right. So, yeah, I just want to touch on that, man. Get your guys' opinions on that. Because part of me is like, look, he's just bringing it up because they got embarrassed in the Super Bowl when they were, you know, believed by many to be the the winners of that game. You know what I mean? That's very possible, man. Like, I've, I've seen – it's it's one of those things in sports. Like, if you, if you watch enough sports, you can see it. Cats will drop a pass or turn the ball over in basketball, miss a layup, and all of a sudden they limping for like the next 10 seconds. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. No, you just dropped the pass, bro. You just, you just dropped the pass, get back to the huddle. You missed the layup, get back on defense, and not hurt. You know what I mean? And people do that since like kids. So it's crazy when you see it in the pros. So, I mean, you never know, man. You never know. You never know. You never know. It's, uh, it's definitely interesting. What you got, Mike? Oh, it just made me think of another um, conversation that we can have, but it's maybe it's best to have this conversation after our next break because it's going it could be a potentially lengthy one. So why we're kind of talking about um, sports adjacent topics. I got some else I want to dive into with y'all. And uh, we're kind of transitioning sports here a little bit, but it's more of like a sports in general topic. The Dallas Mavericks have stopped playing the national anthem before home games at owner Mark Cuban's direction. Now, this is right now, it's just the Dallas Mavericks. It may spread to other teams and whatnot. Um, Things that I've said, I've seen said on this is, you know, nobody else really plays a national anthem besides at sporting events. Uh, You don't get it before concerts or before um, plays. You don't go to a movie theater, get the national anthem before that. Uh, So why do we do that at sporting events? And then uh, part of why Mark Cuban says that, um, or part of in this article about why, they're no longer playing the national anthem is when everybody came back and everything uh, there was most players were taking knees during the national anthem. And let's see if I can find if they were taking a knee and they were being respectful, I'd be proud of them. Hopefully I'd join them. Cuban said. So I think it's kind of a scenario where maybe he's able to kind of take some of the controversy and some of the, um, 
divisiveness out of a topic that shouldn't necessarily be divisive by removing uh, the national anthem from before it, from preluding a sporting event. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Go ahead, Bill. Um, I see what he's doing here with it. I don't really, I don't, it doesn't really matter to me either way. It doesn't seem to bother me because it's not something I, I don't really think about it that much. You know what I mean? I don't really think about the national anthem that much, but I do understand that, yeah, this is the only place that they play it is, you know, in sports. They don't, they don't make us do it before work. They don't make us do it in all these other spots. Um, yeah, I don't think in the long run it's, it's going to be that much of a big deal. I don't I don't know if every team's going to go this way because Mark Cuban's um, specifically is a pretty, like, progressive, I guess, is the word to do it. Progressive, socially type of guy. Um He's kind of a leader, like in the NBA owners, but yeah, I don't know how far this will spread, but yeah, I don't think in the long run it matters that much. What do you think, Eddie? What does this bring up in you? I, I, I'm almost afraid to ask, but uh, go on, Eddie. So here's the thing, right? I, I, I gotta give Mark Cuban props. I mean, dudes, dudes, an owner of an NBA team. Dude's on the Shark Tank trying to help others achieve success. I, I got your props on that. As as for me, I look at it as the reason the national anthems play at sporting events is damn. The these sporting events have gone. Far back as 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 time, you know, it's it's America's pastime: baseball, basketball, football. And for me, the the, the playing of the national anthem is, is very emotional because in five deployments. Every time that I left the United States, that national anthem was playing. When I came back, that national anthem was playing. So it's one of those things that means literally the world to me. But we live in the greatest nation that allows us to each have our own individual opinions and allows us to live our life our own way. And if this is the direction Mark Cuban thinks he's got to go, then he's got to go that way. Yeah. Kate? I'm with Eddie on that. So... I've, you know, I've, I guess I've never really specifically thought about this before, but the idea that the national anthem is pretty much exclusively played before sporting events, uh, not before concerts or really any other large gatherings, I, and I found that really interesting. Yeah, I guess to add, and this isn't really a big part of it, 
the one time I pay attention to the uh, anthem is when, like, it's going to be the Super Bowl or, like, the NBA All-Star game. That's, like, the only time. And it's only because I want to see how good of a singer that person is. It's not even so much about the anthem for me, I guess. One Now, if they take the national anthem out of, like, all sporting events, except for maybe, like, the big ones, the the – the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup Finals, NBA Championship, whatever. I'm okay with that. I would like to see it remain specifically in the Olympics, though, because uh, I feel like that's a whole different sort of – that's a whole different game, if you will, yeah. where yeah. it's a lot more about taking national pride than uh, a national sports league. No, oh, yeah, definitely, for sure, for sure. Uh, so do you think it's going to spread to, do you think other owners will follow suit? I, I, I think it was you, Phil, you, that you said you don't think so. Yeah, but. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because like, you know, in the NFL, like they got the contract, right? It all started when, after, was it after 9-11, I think, is when they kind of started doing that, but they're getting paid. So like, that's, that's part of the deal is they're getting paid for it. I don't really know. I mean, if someone's going to come through and pay them some money to do it, then definitely it'll, it'll, it'll stay. And I think uh, Mark might even bring it back. Um, but I don't know. I don't really have a big sense of it. Cause I, I don't think it's something the players are asking for this. Uh, it kind of seems to be, be something that Mark said he wanted to do. Well, even in the NBA, it is actually technically again, it's in the rules for the NBA that players have to stand for right. the national anthem. I do know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is not in the rule book that I, that I've seen that the national anthem has to be played. Right. It's just that if it is played, players have to stand for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't really have a great sense of that. I, my, I guess I would, I would go like this. Personally, I would imagine that a lot of the owners might be a little more conservative and probably would just prefer to keep things how they are instead of changing. I, I don't know. I, I think if Lee's going to do it, it would probably be the NBA – I'm trying to think uh, about it, like spreading to other leagues. Yeah, potentially. If it's going to be another league, if it's going to be a league, like you said, like, I shouldn't interrupt you, but yeah, it's definitely going to be NBA first. <laughs> if it's going to be a league, it doesn't. And if it spreads, I, I don't even know where it'd go to next because, like you said, the NFL has its its contract, if you will. Um, the yeah, honestly, NA- out of all the owners, it would have been Mark Cuban that I would have guessed it, to be the first one to do it. Something like this, yeah. I don't see it happening in the NHL uh, just because it's, it's, it's a whole, it's completely different. The NHL and the NBA, uh, as far as like who watches, who plays, it's completely, completely different. Um, And then MLB is so steeped in just history. The whole game is just caught up in the history of the game and tied with the history of America and everything. They market, I don't. Yeah, they market everything to the history of it. Yeah, for sure. So I, I don't really see where else it could spread either outside of the NBA, unless it really gains momentum. Yeah. I don't even think so many people. I mean, Eddie, Eddie just proved to be opposite. Eddie and Kate just said they care about it a lot. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of people do care about it. So I don't think it'll go away. Like, it, like, like I said, man, like it's, it's different for me. You know what I mean? Because it, I, I have a much more sentimental value towards it 
as you could say. You know what I mean? Because, but like I said, man, like that—that's literally the last song that is played before you board the plane to leave. You know, and it's it reminds you that it reminds you of what you're doing things for. You know what I mean? And when your plane lands, it's literally the first song to play as you're at, at, at as you first get off the plane. You, you you get off the plane, you line up formation, and boom, national anthem plays, and it, it it's that symbol of I'm back home. I'm I'm here, you know. Thank God I'm here. It, it, it's it's like I said, man, it, 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 it's it's very big to me but it, it, it's what makes that national anthem so great is because it allows us to remember where we're where we're at where we live you know what i mean and you know mark, mark cuban doesn't want to play it cool you know more more power to him if he thinks this is going to unite you know the nba cool i got you you know what i mean but like like mike says man like it, it, it's not going to go to the nhl NHL is not going to not play the national anthem because that, that's that's a whole different lifestyle right there. You know what I mean? And about baseball, man. I don't think it's going around baseball either. No, no. Base, baseball is too it, – it's too Americana, man. Like like baseball and, and apple pie. I mean, <laughs> that those, <laughs> those things like are – warm apple pie. <laughs> they're the symbol of it. You know that's what I mean? Apple pie. <laughs> and like, 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 to be fair, I mean, like – you know me, dude. Like, you don't want to stand for the national anthem. Cool. That that that's your that's your choice. That's your power. You know. I I I'm gonna stand for it, no matter what. My daughter stand for it. It's it's just like I said. It's that symbol of we're allowed to pick and choose what we do with our life because of where we're where we live. You know. So I mean that that's that's my take on it, bro. Like. Yeah. All right, let's take another break, reset, come back. I think Mike's got something else he wanted to talk about. Much of it. I I, I do actually have something else I specifically want to talk, uh, get Eddie's opinion on, because you and me, Phil, we talked about it on Friday, but I really want to see what Eddie has to say about it. Sure. Welcome back to the EMP show. Yo, do we have uh, the Tootsie Roll in the Serato? Let me see you, Tootsie Roll. Pretty sure yeah, that's do. the one. We got to play that at some point. I got right. you. Are we, doing like throw, are we doing like throwback hip-hop hour or something? It might as well be. Why not? Uh, so that's some of the, the baddest jams right there. Well, welcome back to the EMP Sports Show. Your homie, Mike Jones, here with you. We got Flip Ramey, as I'm looking at the screen, in the bottom okay. left-hand corner. Full effect here. We got the interns, rule all interns, Kate up in the top left. And then in the bottom right, we got the heavyweight champion of the world, Eddie. So, Eddie, I don't know if you had gotten a chance to listen to our show on Friday. I'd thrown it up as a podcast. For those of you listening who don't know, it does get thrown up as a podcast on the on what sports iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Podbean, 
Google Play, all that good stuff. So it does get thrown up. So, Eddie, did you get a chance to listen to it? Just be honest. I know you've been a busy man. All your busy job interviews you're going to. Unfortunately, man, I, I did not get to listen. Well, you, you would have been proud because uh, I know you like when um, I know you appreciate a good rant and uh, your your boy, Mike, he went off on uh, I'm talking about myself in the third person now. I went off on a bit of a rant on Friday uh, about the Nolan Arenado um, fleecing that the Rockies went through. And uh, I wanted to get your opinion on that. But real quick, let me go through what uh, the trade in, evolved, involved. So we sent Nolan Arenado along with uh, $50 million to the St. Louis Cardinals in exchange for uh, El Juris Montero, a third baseman prospect, Tony Lucy, a right-hand pitcher prospect. Mateo Gill, a shortstop prospect. Jake Somers, a right-handed pitcher prospect. And Austin Gomber. Uh, respectively, within the Cardinals system, this isn't a, in all of uh, minor league baseball, within the Cardinals system, uh, 14th, 26th, 28th, and two unranked prospects is what we got back in return. So uh, I wanted to get your your opinion on that trade there, Eddie. So basically, we traded the head cheerleader along with our our inheritance, and we got back. We basically got back a taco. From Burger King. Yeah, a, a taco from Burger King. Not even like a taco from like Qdoba or something good. Right. No, we 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 got shafted on this. Completely. And first and foremost, I want to start this off by saying we we need to fire personnel in the head office of the Rockies. I don't want to name names. Jeff Breidich, I, I will I will name names because I want them out. Yes, because he is ridiculous. <laughs> he knows nothing about baseball. He needs to go. That guy is an idiot. No way does it ever make sense to get rid of your best player, let alone your your franchise best player. Arguably one of the best to play his position of all time, a Hall of Fame player. It makes no sense ever to do that. You know, what, what are we going to do next? Are, are we going to trade Trevor Story for a damn Happy Meal? And how much are we going to have to pay a team to take Trevor Story off our hands? If yeah, it costs I mean, $50 million for somebody to take Arenado, probably going to have to throw $70 million at a team for them to be able to take Trevor Story. It, it's ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous. The Montford need to sell. They need to sell to somebody that is actually wanting to own a championship team. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. John Elway. John Elway, man. At least he was able to put together a championship team. 
definitely. And, and there's there's the um, makings of another good team if it can come together with the Broncos. But uh, there is, there is. So uh, that, that that's that's the thing, man. Is at least John Elway has something to to show. Now, Burditch, bees knees, whatever you want to call him. Uh, uh, the individual responsible for this should never again work for the Colorado Rockies or any other major sports team. I, he can go work for the uh, Dodgers. I'm okay with that. No, I, I wouldn't even allow him to coach peewee football. So bears in a disgrace. And you, I, 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 you know, oh. oh, I I I I got a bit heated uh when we were talking about this on Friday, not gonna lie. Um but as you mentioned earlier, Eddie. We, we do have a tendency to keep in contact, um, at least, you know, you, me, and Phil, uh, between shows, talking about sports things going on and whatnot. And our, I do got to point this out because we've been touting how good you've been at uh, predicting things lately. But um, when I said, you know, Arenado getting traded to the Cardinals, your response was that we were going to get something good in return. We were, we were going to get more in return. Um, you didn't say something like that. that. That didn't really work out for us there, Eddie. It did not. Let me know what we was going to get. <laughs> I mean, you got to think, man. Like we're getting, we're we're training Arenado. Yeah, we we got some we got some good coming. And like I said, we we get you know the two tacos for a dollar from Burger King. I I. I don't understand like how could there not have been a better package to get in return for Nolan Arenado I'm sure there was a better package I almost guarantee you there was a better package but individuals in the office don't care because all they see is regardless of who is on the field, the fans of the Rockies are going to pile in the Coors Field, they're going to buy the hot dogs, they're going to buy the beer, and they're going to get their money. He had six years left on his contract. Six years. It's six. This is ridiculous, sir. It is. Oh, it makes me so angry. I want to leg kick the intern. Well, she, that's okay. She had nothing to do with it. Maybe if she puts on a bright edge mask, we can allow it. I just, intern, let me kick you. No, the last time that happened. No. <laughs> do, you even, do you remember why I kicked you, intern? Because I, you said that it wouldn't hurt. No, I kicked you because you acknowledge the fact that you're learning how to kickbox. Oh, yeah. Le- and you said it wouldn't hurt. That's what I'm you told me. And it did. Guys, we don't need Pete to call on us. 
would have prevented that from hurting, correct? Wait, what? I said all of your training from I Love Kickboxing should have prevented it from hurting, correct? No, because they're not real. Also, they've changed their name. Kickboxing is fake. It is. I agree. I agree. I agree. And what did I do, Eddie? I came in and I hung out at your gym. You did. And you even started training. And I was like, so proud of you, intern. Like, yes, the intern's going to learn. And then guess what? You stopped. So what's our strong suits? Tell me that. Tell me, what's our strong suits in the field? Actually, that would be a good question for Eddie because I have no idea. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll have to get back to you on that. (laughs) Plain and simple. Kate, you could be like, I'm, I'm going to be 100% real with you. You could what? be a very, very good kickboxer. Yeah, somebody turn Mike, uh, somebody turn Eddie's mic up. Can you hear me now? That's better. Yeah, maybe he was just covering up the mic. It'll be better on Friday when he actually has his uh, full setup going. Yes, I, I will be in CO Friday, so it'll be a lot better. Come back to the yep. school? Yes. Now, I, I, I hate to cut this a little short, but we do have some breaking Broncos news that just came across my desk. Okay. You, you, you post it right now, sir. What happened? Right back do, to do we have a breaking news drop you can uh, do for me, super intern? Um, hold on. I've got like a ding sound. I don't have... She's dropping the ball, man. I think we need to replace it. I don't her, know but... what you want me to do. All I right. got... So, intern, we're going to need much. a breaking news drop for our show on Friday. Thank you. Um, Well, (laughs) breaking news. Uh, The Broncos are cutting A.J. Bouye. Denver is releasing former Pro Bowl cornerback after just one season with the Broncos. I guess I could have played. Game special. See ya. Check this ish out. I I mean, you know what? You probably could have. (laughs) that, That could have been the breaking news. Uh, drop right, for the show. Check, check this ish out. Okay, so, go ahead, Mike. Pro Bowl corner, not necessarily this year, but arguably the best corner the Broncos had on their roster. We cut after one season. I see arguably because uh, Bryce Callahan actually had a phenomenal season when you look at the That's numbers. What I was thinking it was Bryce Callahan. Uh, he had a phenomenal season when you look at, the, in particular, like the advanced stats for corners. Uh, but I think A.J. Bouye got a little underrated on this defense. But he did come with a relatively hefty price tag. But we traded a fourth-round pick for one-year rental is what this basically comes down to with the Denver Broncos. That's true. You think this was an L.A. decision, or you think this uh, came from the person he hasn't hired yet? L.A. Uh, is no longer in that position. And we did hire somebody. We did hire somebody from the uh, Vikings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It definitely didn't come from him. So this <laughs> so this is a Fangio decision, huh? Uh, I, I You riding with it? Uh, what this says to me is, I know it's a little early. We'll get more into our draft talk in future shows. But I think this means we're going cornerback at nine. We have to be going corner at nine. Corner it, at kind nine. Of, it kind of paints us into a corner. It, huh, 
pun pun was actually not intended there, but this puts us in a corner where we have to go for corner uh, because, you know, you have Callahan and then you have, you're trying to have, you're hoping Ojemudie really steps up, but in today's NFL, you need three good corners to really be a, a good defense, especially in a, in a, division that you're going up against the San Diego or sorry, the LA chargers with Patrick, uh, with uh, Justin Herbert and the Kansas city chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. So you, you need a good set of pass defense. I'm not telling you what we need a quarterback. Oh, man, there is don't need a corner. You're saying we also need a quarterback. You know that that is something to definitely talk about um, because there is some interesting options out there on on the horizon, and you know what we will we can talk about that. But let's take a break real quick because I need to get with um, our super intern and see if we can plan this accordingly real quick. Well, I actually have a couple questions for you, gentlemen. And it's going to involve quite possibly the, my favorite drop that we made uh, when we were making all of our drops for our award-winning show. So without further ado, drop it, intern. Yeah. Okay. There comes a time in every young person's life where they must answer the question, rent, trash, or buy. Yo, yo, tell me that's not the sickest drop ever. I, I'm a huge fan of that drop. Uh, put together work, 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 work. by yeah, pieced together by our man Eddie there. The uh, sound editing work on that masterful, masterful. But so I'm gonna give you three names real quick. Okay, this first round here is going to be of young quarterbacks who may be on the trading block. Uh, I'm not going to put Deshaun Watson in this because unless we're taught, unless we bring in how much we'd have to give up for the player, I feel like Deshaun Watson is just too obvious of the choice. <laughs> so three names, Mitchell Trubisky, Sam Darnold, Carson Wentz, rent trashed by Phil Europe first. I mean, I got to take my time here now. Mitchell Trubisky. Sam Darnold and Nick Foles. That's who my no, 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 no. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Oh, okay. Uh, rent trash by um buying Carson Wentz. Woof. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that Carson Wentz stock. Um, yeah, the guy almost won an MVP. Probably would have won MVP that season had he not gotten hurt. He's probably the most. Yeah, he's he's the most talented of those two of those three. 
he's just fallen off completely these last 16, 18 games or so. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and hold on to Carson Wentz because he seemed to he's shown the most upside. He's shown the most. I'm going to trash Mr. Trubisky. He's out of there. The drag, yeah, drag and dump him right into the trash, Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, he was better after being benched for Nick Foles. Like when he came back, he was better after they then benched Nick Foles to bring him back. Um, so maybe he learned something, you know, but uh, I'm not buying it. So he's in the trash, and then we'll go ahead and we'll rent, we'll rent Sam down. I mean, we're talking about the Jets here. They haven't shown to be good management-wise or coaching-wise or really anywhere on that organization or football team in almost a decade now. So we'll hold on to him. We'll rent him, keep him on the slide. We'll see what works out with him. Rent, trash, bye. Eddie? Dude, I, I got to agree. I, I, honestly, I think Bill hit everything on the, on the head. All right. Well, I guess I think unanimously you're buying Carson wins. The upside has been displayed. It's been in your face with it. Uh, it's just a matter of getting him back to that. He has a track record of winning back in college and everything. Uh, where I will differ for you is I will rent Mitchell Trubisky and I will sell Sam Darnold. I'm really actually pretty low on both of those guys. But at least with Mitchell, I feel like you can play more with his athleticism than you can with Sam Darnold. Gives you a little bit more versatility to uh, do things. I don't know, man. Darnold did have that long run where he fumbled or you know, he tripped up. He tripped. No, that was that was no, Daniel Jones. That was Daniel Jones. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I spoke. <laughs> so I, I don't like Sam Darnold or Mitchell Trubisky really. Uh, but if I had to rent one and get, put a flyer on it, it would be Mitchell Trubisky. Now, with all this being said, with the Broncos' current quarterback situation, would you trade Drew Locke for one of those guys? I mean, it sounds like Carson Wentz would be the guy. Oh, no, wait. Sam Darnold did have a nice long run for a touchdown. Oh, did he? Yeah, he didn't trip up like Daniel Jones, but he did run <laughs> like a 46-yarder in there. Okay, okay. Um, That's not bad. So back to the Broncos. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Drew Locke for well, – let's start from the bottom work our way up. Drew Locke for Mitchell Trubisky. Is is that up? Because I know you in particular, uh, Phil, are not a Drew Locke Look, fan. Man, when it comes to those two, give me the Drew Locke. Give me the Drew Locke pill over that Mitchell Trubisky pill at this point. Uh, they both got problems, but, uh, you know, side effects to each. But <laughs> I will definitely take the uh, Drew Locke side effects. I can still work with those. Eddie? Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely keep Drew Locke. All right. I, I would agree. Sam Darnold. That's tough, man. I, to me, they're about the same level guy. Oh, Sam Donald's probably been beaten up a little bit more. He's kind of more of a, a bruised dog. You know, you're getting him off the street at this point. You know, uh, Drew Locke's kind of been treated like royalty uh, before he's even done anything. So I guess maybe his confidence is a bit higher. 
I'll I'll roll with the Drew Lock train at this point. I'm not sold. Eddie, you got to keep rolling with Drew Lock, man. Either way, Drew Lock is going to improve. He's either going to improve and be a dynamic quarterback, or he's going to improve and just suck more. Either way, he's going to improve. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind bringing Darnold in here and making him, you know, compete. Because I guess I think they're around the same level, you know. I'd probably stick with Drew Locke. Um, it kind of what you're saying, though, Phil, um, not beaten up as much. And also the fact that Drew Locke uh, is younger. He, he has more left on his rookie contract, I believe. Uh, so that is something that, to keep in the mind as well. But somebody who's no longer on the rookie contract, but we all agreed would would be the best option out of those three is Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz of those three, Darnold, Locke, and um, Wentz. Yeah, I'll take Wentz. You'll take Wentz over Locke? Yes, at this point I would take Wentz. I would probably have to agree with you, even with that contract situation. I'm still oh, a Carson Wentz believer. Well, I think if he gets here, that contract looks a little different. I mean, if he just if he were to land here, I think any if he leaves Philly, I think his contract looks a little different anywhere he goes. You don't think it? You don't think it's a trade situation? No, I don't. Don't. I mean, you can rip that contract up, can't you? It kind of basically had to start a new one. Or I mean, basically, you know, we won't trade for you unless you do got it. You do change it. What they tried to do with Kaepernick. I mean, yes, it's some sort of – it'd be some sort of um, situation where they're – either if the Eagles cut him, there'd be some sort of buyout kind of situation because there's a lot of guaranteed money in right. that contract. Right. Or if it was a trade, um, you'd be trying yeah. to get the Eagles to eat some of that and not trade the full contract. Mm-hmm. You'd be trying to. But that also have the more they eat, the more they're going to expect in return as far as trade value. True. So true. But this uh, Eddie unfortunately had to step out. Uh, he will be back with us on Friday, though. But this leaves the last dude, uh, young gun, who is available by his own. He. He wants out Deshaun Watson. Now, this is a no-brainer. Give me Deshaun. Get him everybody here. Everybody in the world is going to want here. Deshaun Watson Yo, uh, over Drew Locke. That I wouldn't trade for Deshaun Watson. You can have Von Miller. You name a player on his team that you wouldn't trade for Deshaun Watson. I a single Gary player? There's not a single player I wouldn't trade for him, no. Are, are there two players? Is there a combination of two guys that you wouldn't move? Let's see here. Um... Two guys, probably. I'd probably still, mm, I'd probably still roll with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Now, at, at three, who, who, who's our top three? Who's who's our who would the three be? It, it's is it Vaughn still? He's still going. Von Miller is our top three guys. Well, if if, if you're doing if you're doing top three, then like if you were to, if it was a package of Cortland Sutton, Von Miller, and is it Simmons? Simmons or uh, or uh, Dalton Reisner taking a hit on that offensive line that we're finally starting to get put together there. 
I'd probably go ahead and make that move. I, I'd, I'd go ahead and make that move. I don't know that I would at that point. Um, I'd, I'd rather give up draft capital, to be honest, and particularly when you're starting to touch that offensive line because it's taken so long to get that line to a point where it's at least an average offensive line and on some days an above-average offensive line. So I probably, I probably wouldn't touch it at that point. Okay. Um, but it's interesting because he's still very adamant that he wants to be traded out of Houston. Uh, Houston yeah, he is being very adamant that they are not trading him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be real interesting. I mean, they, there's a whole lot of time left, but it's going to be real interesting what happens with that because, um, you know, they don't have to trade him. They do not have to trade him. No, but Kareem Jackson is doing his work to try to convince Deshaun that, hey, Denver is where you want to end up. So if we are able to pull Deshaun Watson and it comes out that Kareem Jackson's diplomacy had something to do with that, uh, Kareem Jackson might be a ring of famer. That's it. Especially if we get a ring. If we get a ring out of Deshaun, yeah, you could consider Kareem. In in a a fantasy world – where you just take – it's a one-for-one. One. You trade Drew Locke for Deshaun Watson, this fantasy world. Mm. Is Are the Broncos a Super Bowl contender right away? Man, that's tough. I think we're right outside of one. Right outside of one. If we're just doing one-for-one, one, yeah, I think we're right outside of one. I'm, I'm not quite sure – how good the uh, – we got some receivers there. And I, I'd expect Jerry Judy to come back and be better. The defense just got better and better last year is what it felt like. I, I would say I would say yes. I would say yes because I, I don't – I mean, who else is in the AFC? It's, it, AFC isn't that deep right now. It's, it's Baltimore and it's Kansas the City. Baltimore is not really that great. Kansas Tennessee. That, you know, I'm not buying all that. Bills. Stuff. It's – it's Tennessee, and, and Buffalo needs it so as they can win 10 more games next year to, to really get there. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I would say so. I'd probably agree with you. I, uh, in particularly on offense, like you pointed out, the team would be elite offensively. You just look at the the pieces Deshaun Watson would be able to play with would be far better than what he's had uh, probably his entire career as far as a complete set. Uh yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, probably better than any wide receiver the Broncos have. But if you're talking about depth of the wide receiver core, I'd probably have to go with the Broncos. Factor in the tight ends, factor in running backs. It'd just be such – that offense would be scary for other teams to go up against. And then with everybody being young and under contract for the foreseeable future, really, on that offense, would mean the first – two, maybe three picks would all address the defense, which means that defense would come back younger, faster, stronger, theoretically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and probably better. So I, I'm going to – I'd have to say yes. Yeah, I mean, this is young defense now, especially, I mean, A.J. Bouye is gone. Um, we still got Vaughn Miller. This is young defense now, the talented. So they got – so they have uh, some pieces. Like I said, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, they get it in for us. Um, Oja Moody, you, you plan on him. Hopefully he, he takes a step – up we'll see man this, this is a special team special defense i should say god i wish we could get uh, a deshaun watson type 
but uh, I think we're going to miss the playoffs again next year, honestly. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, there's a lot left to happen this offseason, see if there's any changes at the quarterback position uh, and see where we go at in the draft. Uh, before we end up uh, wrapping the show up today, though, Phil, wasn't isn't there something you want to get to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate, go ahead and play that for me, if you can. Um, believe the Charlotte Hornets played the Houston Rockets the other night. And um, you got that for me? Uh, hold on. Apparently, it's going through the wrong. Oh no! Well, then, then set, set the stage for so us here, Phil. Charlotte plays uh, the Rockets the other night, and uh, Lamelo Ball had a hell of a game. Came out. I believe he came off the bench, knocked down seven threes. Um, I believe that's close to a rookie record, if not the rookie record. He went it up at thirty some points. I mean, let me read off his spectacular stat line here while she pulls up that video. Um, uh, clearly, Charlotte needs to trade for Lonzo Ball. I wouldn't mind it, man. I, I think they'd work brilliantly together, honestly. I know you're joking, but I wouldn't. I would not mind seeing that happen. For I like the idea of brothers playing together. I'm not necessarily the biggest Ball fan, but I I like the fan the idea of brothers teaming up, hooping. Have you seen them both play? I mean, yeah. Have you seen Have you seen them both? I, I've seen highlights of Lamelo. I haven't, I haven't watched one of his games yet, but I've seen highlights. So he's more of a, he's just more, he's just more aggressive than his brother. He's more, he's more of aggressive. a scorer. He, yeah, much more of a scorer for sure. But he's just kind of aggressive getting to the rim. I, I like his game. I like his. He's young. He makes a lot of mistakes still, obviously. But has, has Leangelo stuck on a, uh, on a team? Oh, yeah, last I heard he was in the G League, man. Uh, you know, yeah, that would suck to be that brother. But it, it's a, it is what it is. <laughs> he still made the G League. I mean, it's not like he's a scrub. Yeah, yeah. Ready? Yeah. Do you All get right. up extra shots before the game, or how can you explain your success man, offensively? You, you really know what? Want to know what's crazy? What? I, I ain't getting. No, hey, 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 gang! You already know. But I ain't getting no extra shots. They held me for the COVID. I don't know. They thought my test was messed up or something. But it was a whole lot. I missed actually a bunch. But then, you know, I ended up getting in, there, getting in and, yeah, stepped on the court. No warm-up, no nothing. We're still cool, so. Wow, and you just turned it on. Did you get up extra? All right. So the question I want to pose is, Mike, have you ever, like, not gotten to get the warm-up and then just played a terrific game without warming up? You ever had that experience? Uh, um, you know, I, I probably – I can't think of a time, no. Um, I mean, there's there's – I feel like there's been times where you kind of step in and you kind of get off to maybe a little bit of a hot start, but it's not like a, it's not like a game's worth of a hot start. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I've always felt it's something weird. And I think it might be like a psychological thing where like maybe you can warm up too much and not where like you run out of game, but like you're just thinking about it too much. You're too psyched up for the game. Where I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it sounded like with him, it, he was out there. He's, he's, getting ready to go and then he gets pulled because of the COVID test thing. He might've tested positive there for a quick second or they thought he did. And uh, next thing you know, he, he's able to play and they just shove him in the game. And he's having a night of his life. Dude hits seven threes, he goes 24 points, 10 assists, seven rebounds, seven to 12 from deep. That's ridiculous in 32 minutes. This is a rookie we're talking about. I just mm-hmm. want to put that out. I thought it was a great soundbite, uh, funny soundbite. I think he's going to end up being a star. A lot of people will find out who LaMelo Ball is. Um, funny guy, man, real funny guy. 
Uh, Gain a little too much up in your head and psyching yourself out kind of sounds like something maybe MPJ has been doing with the Nuggets. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't say too much, man. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll probably dive a lot more into the Nuggets and, um, you know, maybe even touch on the abs, even though there has been nothing going on with them uh, because they've had a bunch of games postponed. But uh, be a little, a bit more of a, Colorado focus show I feel like coming up on Friday but that's going to do it for us today I believe unless there's anything else you wanted to get into here foot I'm good bro let's go let's give the people what they want some some time away from us and then we'll be back here on Friday to give them some more of us all right we'll be back on Friday don't forget you can find this and listen to it on the what sports channel however you listen to it uh, whether it's through Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, what have you. Give it a like, give it a follow, recommend it to your friends. We'll be back on Friday. Peace out, y'all.